Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 198, and today we'll be talking about the commercial for the Heart of the Crystal Gems Bomb. I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm David. So, uh, last week we discussed the online promo, and, you know, everyone was like, oh hey, Ruby and Sapphire, um... I guess that wasn't hype enough for Cartoon Network because they uh, pulled out all the stops on the commercial. Yeah, all the stops. Basically, we went from, oh, how are they really going to drag out this story about Ruby and Sapphire for five episodes to, wait, is this the actual finale for (laughs) the season? It's really been ramped up significantly. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot more exciting. They're uh, taking us out to episode 24, since Reunited will be a two-parter. So if they're going to do anything after this bomb for the rest of the season, that leaves them two episodes to do it in. And I'm not sure. I mean, Reunited is definitely the (laughs) two-part, I guess. I guess that's the marriage of Garnet, right? I mean, finally Ruby and Sapphire get back together, but also the conflict happens with the diamonds. I don't know if you can really do another, if it's just more fighting, if we're going to go like Avatar The Last Airbender style four episode (laughs) finale, you know, and just kind of split it between Reunited and something else. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't seem right. Maybe they're using their more flexible season format this time. Perhaps. I, I guess we'll see after Reunited what's going to happen. Now, they have the bingo card out for Season 5, and they yes. also released a, a bingo card for just this bomb. And I will say this, for the Season 5, there's a Camp Pining Hearts space that I don't believe has been filled this season. <laughs> and I am really hoping that Ruby and Peridot lose themselves in Camp Pining Hearts. <laughs> um i mean they they have to little butler that show uh there might be some time for that maybe uh (laughs) i don't know so uh we will we will go over the bingo card maybe not right this second but later on in a few minutes is this bingo card you want to talk about more of that commercial (laughs) yeah let's do that first and then we'll do the bingo card let me link you to it david is it official has cartoon network been releasing these this is just the subreddit right no this is cartoon network tweeting out their official bingo card wow so cartoon network has really been getting on their social media game like this is like a purely subreddit thing right like it started this is is definitely atwood's work yeah, go her. That's really cool. I, you know, this show's been going on for a while now. This is like its fourth year in existence. And I don't know that when there's so many, when streams of episodes are two months apart every time, you don't feel like there's as much worth to checking the subreddit for news. So I've been, uh, haven't been seeing it as much. So that's really cool. But yeah, you want to talk about the commercial. I want to talk about how Ronaldo is wearing his psychic ghost warrior armor to the wedding. <laughs> well, isn't it always on underneath his clothing anyway? I'm just assuming that, you know, this is just his standard form. Are, are you implying that Ronaldo needs armor on a day-to-day basis? Absolutely. I mean... Wouldn't be shocked. I mean... I'm really hoping there's an I'm in your manger reference where somebody says something to the effect of, oh my god, he's wearing his armor. That would amuse me. 
maybe this is his chance to win back his his flame, you know? Maybe he can his win back his love. His Ohaimi Sama. Yes, maybe. Uh, and, I mean, just, just minor, a minor thing from the commercial that irritates me to no end is how they, they start off with Nana on her Nanaphone. And so it has her Nanaphone voiceover, and then they switch to other stuff, and you can clearly see her standing on the boardwalk, looking up at the sky, and it's like, oh! <laughs> that continuity. <Clearly> speaking. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's just a commercial, and it's just a B-roll, but it gets to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, def- I had definite flashbacks to the return seeing this. Um, yes. It's mm-hmm. interesting how just like season one sort of used the same visual flair between its second episode and its second to last episode. I wonder how many references they'll sort of make. This conflict's going to be really interesting based on seeing the handships coming without the giant mothership. So we're still not seeing the super cool ultimate battle <laughs> robot yet. <laughs> I mean, they're going to need Pink Diamond's ship for that. Yeah, maybe they haven't been able to form it in so long because of that. So if we do get to see the ultimate ship together, that means Steven's going to be fighting with the diamonds against something else. What could that something else be? Hmm. Other than Sneeple, obviously. (laughs) Well, Sneeple's probably going to be with that, the base of it, at the end. (laughs) But, yeah, the... The this finale setup is weird as as far as I, I don't know how the diamonds like we don't have setup for I guess we we'll find out why exactly they chose to come to Earth at this time I mean as far as the diamonds knew before Stephen was still on Homeworld and it'd be inconceivable that he could have left so I don't know if they're coming to attack him or they were they hinted about the cluster and they want to come check it out like. It's not like the diamond's top priority is to come to Earth, right? Or am I forgetting something? Like, they've had no hint. Maybe Emerald sent a report that got its way to the diamonds and they saw that Steven was there somehow. Because, you know, Steven and Connie were sitting there while Emerald was on the video phone with Lars. So if they saw that conversation, they'd be like, hold up. That's true. But then why not just chase down Lars's ship? I mean, Lars is nowhere near Earth. Because they know where he's heading. Yeah, well, well, that brings up another good point, too. We didn't see Lars in this promo. Nope. A disappointment. But does he pop up somehow? Well, we do have two more episodes after this. <laughs> or maybe Lars saves the day. <laughs> or the two episodes watching a flashback of Lars trying to get back to Earth, even though the conflict's already ended, and it's just two episodes of, why wasn't <laughs> Lars there? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crazy part from the commercial turns out to be Lars narrating to Steven how messed up Steven would have been had Lars not been there to save the day. <laughs> I don't know who's going to save the day. You know, they're pulling out Alexandrite, but literally one tiny little dewdrop shaped gem was able to completely freeze Alexandrite. And I like what kind of fight is that? Like, there's going to be no fight, right? Yellow would be able to disrupt alexandrite's form immediately as well right so i you know Mm -hmm. we see alexandrite but we don't see what she's fighting one if it was a diamond fusion that would be cool my bet is that she's fighting the ships themselves that is probably a pretty good guess diamonds probably don't even come out but again what is their plan the diamonds don't need to just show up and just 
smush beach city or slap around the crystal gems that doesn't really achieve anything for them right just recapturing steven is that their goal oh, they are both so angry at rose i i, I think it's kind of an amethyst inspired let's wreck this joint kind of mood <laughs> <laughs> but how fast will steven be able to pull out the but i'm actually pink diamond card uh, i don't know he'll have to whip out the puppy dog eyes first yeah or go find his megaphone from <laughs> from strong in the real way go borrow the nanophone <laughs> uh, also in that commercial that one that one quick scene with that uh corrupted gem yes which is definitely that. jasper right uh, not jasper i think it's one of the other jaspers well, i think I, I, they they all look the same it's just the coloration yeah just even her coloration got a lot of green in it when she went corrupted true it is interesting that in the middle of this, they would even bother trying to open up a gem. Like, would they bother telling? Yeah, that's Jasper, not Jasper. It has a it has a chest gem. Okay, okay. So if they're not, and telling, it's also not green enough. Why go into the corruption room if they're not there to tell Jasper for whatever reason about Pink Diamond to, for some unforeseeable reason, ask her to help out? Like, why would they be in there? That's really doesn't fit in with what we know about what's happening in these five episodes so far, unless it's crazy lace or snowflake. Maybe, maybe. Also, that scene where Stephen and Pearl were in, uh, I think, Rose's Fountain. Yeah. So now we know. I mean, clearly that Sapphire's influence, right? Especially that big old yeah. icy thing. This short snippet gave me. A weird feeling. I don't know why Sapphire's being so antagonistic. I mean, I guess if her emotions go unchecked, maybe she would go into this kind of flurry of rage. But otherwise, you know, I don't think this is a normal winter scene. I definitely think this is Sapphire influenced. Yeah. It's interesting to know. I mean, it'll be a cool scene because she's run back to Rose's fountain and that might be core to her dealing with Rose. Uh, so I like that. This will be a good heart-to-heart -heart moment, but I don't know why she's just so... I get that she's in pain, but it's weird that she wouldn't draw closer to her friends instead of, you know, push icy shards at them. <laughs> this has been a whole, like, destruction of her worldview. She's gonna need some time to figure all that out. Yeah, at least five episodes, like, so... All, yeah, at least all, all of her friends are just reminders of how she was fighting for what she thinks is a lie for the past 6,000 years. Yeah, that's a pretty good reason to be mad, I guess. But again, once she thinks about it, she'll realize that everything Rose said was true. All Rose did was hide the fact that she was totally in on the whole let's be somebody else thing in a way that no one else could ever understand. So my question is, is Connie's outfit or Onion's wedding outfit more hype for the finale? Mm. Because Onion's little tucked back hair and bow tie is pretty amazing, <laughs> but Connie's got some absolutely astounding, you know, feats of athleticism going on. Like, is she jumping off mm -hmm. the roof or at least the deck onto Lion? I think it's the deck. Yeah, in a cool wedding dress with the sword. That's pretty cool. Also suggesting that her and Steven don't immediately start fighting next to each other. I wonder what she would be going to do. Like, if they were fighting the diamonds directly, I doubt Connie would just run in on Lion, but... Yeah, that would be a little crazy. And she probably wouldn't help out with fighting giant 
hand chips either, so who knows what else they deploy. She would definitely run in there online to save Steven, though. Yeah. I mean, remember, they, they had their little talk with Pearl after Sworn of the Sword, but I, I still think that a lot of that programming is, I mean, Connie was ready to agree with that. Pearl didn't really need to convince her much. I still don't know what they're fighting. Besides, they're jam buds. <laughs> That's true. They are jam buds. I'm still trying to think about how they're fighting, though. I don't know. I want to see some other agates or some citrines. But why Why would the diamonds even need to deploy that? Look at when Jasper came with Peridot. All they cared about was just kind of using the handship's laser to just blow everyone up and then go away. Like, they're so casual about what they do. Their technology is so far ahead. Why on earth would they deploy little foot soldiers to fight them for a, not even a good reason? Like, they could literally just murder them or poof them or pick up Steven with zero effort. So I don't know what this fight is really going to be about. I don't know. Maybe Alexandra is strong enough to mess with one of the ships. Yeah, maybe she gets in a quick sucker punch before anyone notices. I don't know. But I'm telling you, this uh, this this bingo card, Beach City <laughs> is destroyed, is yes. one of the things. I mean, I I don't think it'll be destroyed, but I, I do I do think it's going to have some battle damage. Oh, yeah. I mean, one exploding hand took out a whole side of the cliff. I wonder if they'll add any new permanent damage this round. Can we just go over, like, every box of the bingo card? Just Alright, we can do a fast rating on each box. Just go, you know. (laughs) Paradox fights a trash can. (laughs) She better. (laughs) She'll move the trash can. Alright. If it's it's a plastic trash can, it's immune to her powers. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, if that's the diamond secret weapon, actually, is a trash can, I'll get behind that as how they decide to fight in the finale. I don't know. One that I've been very interested in is Ruby learns an instrument, because every time I see that square, all I can think of is this fan comic somebody did, where in an AU, I guess, Ruby is confessing to Sapphire or something, and you know, Sapphire's like, please be gay, please be gay, please be gay. And Ruby's like, I'm John Cena! And then she starts playing two recorders, one with each nostril doing the John Cena theme. Oh my god. If they bring a record, like if Rebecca Sugar writes a song just for recorders, <laughs> I, yeah, yep, I'll, mm-hmm, I wouldn't renounce the show Walk Away Forever, no way. That would be a great fandom reference, but we might have to save that one for Steven Universe Go. I better only see that in Steven Universe game. <laughs> okay. Um, so we said Beach City is destroyed. Maybe not. Maybe some battle damage. Uh, Steven goes to space. How does this end up? He's already done that. I feel like he's done it too much. The only reason yeah. we should go back is if he actually goes to Homeworld yes. and not be in a trial room next time. You know, they they have to go have a sleepover, you, you know, they do each other's nails, talk about corpses. <laughs> right, as soon as he's immediately integrated into their family. Uh, I mean, they have to catch up for lost time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Flashback episode, I think, is definitely going to happen based on the description for the first one. Yeah, Pearl tells a story is... I, I wonder how much of that doesn't fall back into recap territory. Because uh, we saw, not in this promo this commercial but i swear between this one and the last one we saw oh it was for this season recap they were doing sort of a recap with a few new scenes in it from this upcoming bomb 
and they had yeah. Pearl sort of talking to Amethyst and Steven. I can't remember if Ruby or Sapphire was there on the couch or if she was still Garnet. But, you know, that's obviously from this. I don't know what else she has to add to the story, though. And I really hope it's not just a retelling of what we already saw in an incredibly more interesting way inside of Pearl, inside of Pearl, inside of Pearl. Yeah, that was that was a good that was a good one. Yeah, I don't know what extra detail there is to add. Yeah, well, I mean, probably probably get some Pink Diamond backstory in there. I mean, we we don't know how Pearl and Pink first met. We don't know how Pink first got this idea in her head. There's there's a lot of extra stuff Pearl could tell. That's true. Finding out really what made Pink turn would be interesting because right now we've only had a glimpse of her sort of temper tantrum side, her childish i want to plan it now side it'd be interesting to see that transition and also learn if pearl wasn't really a custom ordered pearl for pink but if they'd met some other way because right now we saw her in her palanquin but that doesn't confirm that that's the pearl that was serving her the whole time i mean i don't know but i mean if if we ever get to see an actual reenactment of the jungle moon flashback except like with the proper voices and the proper appearance. That would be fantastic. Probably have to, I don't know. It's a lot of time to spend in an episode just rehashing, but I want to see it. So (laughs) again, I think we'll have to wait for special features for that. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see pink again, moving around the diamonds talking in some way. I don't know if I need to see that scene reenacted, but I bet there's other, things that can dig in the past where that conversation yeah. happens more than once you know yeah if we if we just get other scenes where i, I want to hear susan egan be bratty i right it doesn't it doesn't make <laughs> sense to me at all i don't i don't know that we could still get a planet hunting flashback you know like diamonds going around to different planets with pink yeah, there, and pink's like go. i don't want that one i don't want that one you know that would be yeah you know love <laughs> it or destroy it <laughs> oh my gosh and they keep just destroying every planet she's not interested in that'd be yeah. fun <laughs> do another one of those chibi maps where they're going across space with just their heads floating and just big red x's flying across planets she's not interested <laughs> in yeah uh but this is gonna be like i said it feels like the end of the season but we have two more episodes after this is this is gonna be interesting Yeah. I I definitely, if I just had to make a prediction, I don't think we're staying in Beach City for that next finale if this doesn't finish up the season. If there's another two-parter to come, unless it's just them chilling out and talking with the Diamonds after they fought it out, like, Steven's got to go into space or something's got to happen because they're not going to defeat the Diamonds, right? Like We need a white diamond reveal. That would be one heck of a way to end the season. That would be a horrible way to end the season if it was just a last shot and then we have to wait for eternity for the episodes to return. Oh, Lord. So much fan art for months and months. You know, life is suffering for a Steven Universe fan, David. I know. I'd be down for it, I guess. Of course, who knows? Maybe we'll reveal something as... Well, no, we won't reveal something as crazy as White Diamond is actually a fusion, because since we've seen their three independent hands, we can be pretty sure that's not the case. But maybe we can get some more context as to why White isn't there initially when they go do the dirty work of being on Earth themselves. 
Yeah. I don't know. And I, I have my ideas about what White Diamond is probably like, but they're just ideas at this point. I need I need some proof. <laughs> as, uh, as they say in Star Wars, I want proof, not beliefs. It may be, you know, if somebody is looking for proof, if, if Blue Diamond and Yellow Diamond hear from Steven that he's Pink Diamond, but they're not really confident about that, who else could they ask but perhaps White mm. Diamond, the maybe originator of gems or master of all gems in general maybe she uh would be the reason to go back into space with steven and that would be chilling to like have steven go in a room with the diamonds and reveal white diamond and then end that season with actually revealing that confirming that steven is pink diamond to them that would kind of change the shift for the next part of course then we kind of end all the major conflicts for the next 30 episodes, but I don't know. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I would be down for just becoming Beach City, the series. Yeah, it would be a very Steven Universe thing to do. I have a feeling that's not what's going to happen, but I'd be down <laughs> yeah. for it if that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, they still have to deal with the cluster. They don't appear to have a mass teleportation technology <sighs> yet. So, you know, still got to deal with that thing. Well, uh, they could always tell Steven that they're sending the cluster upstate to live on a farm. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think they could do that to the cluster because we already, I mean, not that Peridot built an amazing drill, but I don't know how else they'd shatter that gigantic thing. Like, Well, Peridot was confident that the diamonds would be able to destroy it if they wanted. I guess the diamonds can do anything if they want to. I guess they could magically teleport it, too, since they've already figured out everything else. They seem to be pretty yeah. good. Yeah. They had some way to get it from system to system. Maybe it would deploy even while it was still inside the planet. Who knows? Oh, well. Any more thoughts about the commercial or about the bingo card? Um, Ruby moves in with Greg is really a disappointing square for me because... The fact that I know it can't happen just hurts me so much. That Let's just replace the other idea we just had for Steven Universe Go and just put that in instead. That would be such a healthy, beautiful relationship to see happen. You know, Amethyst was a good buddy. I want to see Ruby move in with Peridot. Yes. <laughs> Again, Camp Pining Hearts. They have to little butler Camp Pining Hearts. Um, so another box. A gem gets shattered? No. No. Um. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Okay, but look, a bingo has to happen on this card, and the other things in that diagonal are new song and old gem returns and gem battle. And we're pretty sure yeah, there's gonna be a battle, and technically that's an old gem that is released in the in the bubble room. So Yeah. So hmm. <sighs> I don't know, I kind of like Peridot Fights a Trash Can, Pearl Panics, Uncle Andy Saves the Day, Pink Diamond Backstory, and Gem Battle. (laughs) I don't know how Uncle Andy would save the day, but I want to see it happen. You know, he really (laughs) needs some relevance, because his inexplicable two-parter, only to be a background support for them getting to Korea, has been inexcusable thus far. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't it be hilarious if they did a King Kong reference with Andy in his plane? With Alexandrite or a diamond fusion climbing a tower in Empire City for literally no reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be beautiful. 
Oh my goodness. What if that was a fake out for like we think Lars is returning and then Uncle Andy pops out? Like Yes. <laughs> I would take it. Everyone loves Uncle Andy. <laughs> and then, come on, don't forget Steven Cries. That's basically a second free space. <laughs> but yeah. I don't if they waste even a minute of Ronaldo acts out in anime in this <laughs> I don't know. This would be pretty good timing for them to act out some koala princess, considering yes. how koala princess is now officially a character in OKKO. Yeah, well, the third episode of this bomb is the question. Maybe the question will be, why on earth did they make this episode of Ronaldo acting out in anime? I don't know. <laughs> You just can't appreciate fine theater, David. <laughs> Acting. Hmm. Acting. Maybe, yeah, maybe that'll happen in the episode where they try to get Steven to take a day off. <laughs> Ronaldo tries calming down Steven with a totally not annoying, non-stressful reenactment of Koala Princess. Yep. All right. Yep, that will, that will somehow push all of the emotional buttons the Sapphire running away is pushing. <laughs> Uh, probably very directly because Ronaldo is like that. <laughs> uh, another box, new opening. I'm really hoping for this one. New yeah, opening. it's been how long? New opening. <laughs> Maybe they'll only debut the opening like after reunited. So like we'll have this old opening, and then we'll have the whole the whole bomb, and then like right after that, they'll like show us the new opening. That would be interesting. That would be a ton of fun. That. If Alexandrite got poofed and we finally had new looks for all three crystal gems at the same time, that would be a really fun way to head into this last stretch of Steven Universe, whenever it airs. Whenever that is, am I right? <laughs> Onion steals the spaceship. I want to see that. <laughs> they could make a. They could make a new mobile game, Grand Theft Onion. You know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Onion's gotten a little sautéed and softened over time with seeing how he's actually just kind of a kid whose dad isn't around and who just has friends in the woods. But I'd really like to bring it back to that one comic that was made, one of the Kaboom comics, where Onion mysteriously poofs a gem or something in a cave. What was that? You know, I want to see that intimidating side of, of Onion again, you know, scooting around on the pier and blowing stuff up. Let's get into yeah, the space. Onion trade was great. Oh well. Let's wrap things up. Um, free space? I'm not really sure what the implication is uh, for this bomb. No, I'm just kidding. I'm dragging out the bingo thing. <laughs> so the point is <laughs> that this is going to be a lot of fun, and I'm really excited. And it's not even five episodes. It's really six. And so that's so exciting. And the whole thing's exciting. And... <sighs> I'm ready for Heart of the Crystal Gems. Are you ready for Heart of the Crystal Gems? Yeah! I'm ready! Born ready? I'm ready to have one heck of a podcast to record next week. (laughs) Yeah, if we survive, yeah, sure. Oh, we've survived worse before. We'll get through this one, don't worry, buddy. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for the support. Well, I guess that's it for us on this commercial, and especially this bingo card. Join us next week where we'll be talking about the bomb, Heart of the Crystal Gems. Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm David. Uh, Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Later, everybody. Get hype. 
Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.